Welcome to Think Like a Penguin, The Art of Flying. This is the podcast to help you think outside the box, live more confidently against the grain and become your more authentic self. Penguins don't traditionally fly, but what's to say they won't one day? We are back in the booth. I am so excited for this chat. So thank you so much for coming along. Tyler Nation, where do we start? I've got so many questions. Probably the best place to start is just to introduce yourself and then uh, the topics will flow. I have got my little trusty um, handwritten notes, which List. I always have, and hopefully we'll get through all of those. But um, who are you in a nutshell? Um, my name is Tyler Nation. I grew up in Perth, Australia, mm-hmm. and I've lived here all my life. Um, I work in a retail store called Beyond Skate, and I teach little kids how to skate as well. What? Yeah. Are you kidding? No. Okay, so just for disclaimer, I don't actually really know you before having this chat. Yeah. Did you know that I skate? No. Very badly. So no. you would know Tommy. Tommy, maybe not. He's my skate instructor. Right. I started skateboarding like last year. Wow. And um, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, we'll, connect, we'll connect over that. <laughs> I did see some of you've got like a mini skateboard. I, I yeah. did kind of stalk your Instagram yeah. and you did this um, shove it, yeah. which I was well impressed with. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to nail the shove it. Yeah. Wow. Well, there we go. Okay. Well, that's, cool. a, that's cool. But yeah, that's what I do. Um, manage the store and yeah, teach little kids how to skate. Yeah. So that's adorable. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I, I have tried that indoor underground skate park um, the one near the city yeah on a rainy day yeah it is very it gets hot in there yeah I wasn't actually very good either at the time (laughs) so I couldn't really do much other than just like a kick push and slide around um (laughs) perfect so we'll jump straight in with why I've specifically asked to chat with you because I cannot wait Hmm. um and that is because and forgive me in advance if I say something in the wrong way or use the wrong terminology or get this wrong because I'm also kind of new to this topic but you were born as a female and now you obviously identify as male is that correct or do you yeah that's correct so like biologically female I wouldn't even really say like raised as a female because I was but I was more like a real like tomboy and stuff like that I would like when I was younger, I like wouldn't wear a shirt while I was swimming. Yep. And then I hit puberty, and I was like, "This is weird." Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, uh, I'm just gonna start right at the beginning. When did you know that your body didn't represent the way that the world and society treated you? So obviously, you've always potentially. I'm making assumptions here, but you've always felt that you are male, even if your gender didn't kind of perceived to be a male gender at birth yeah so pretty much it was like like I said it was like when I hit puberty I was like something's wrong like this doesn't feel right and then Mm -hmm. um because I was obviously like super like into like all the boys stuff and I would have like most of my like cousins and close friends were boys and I would Mm -hmm. you know play footy at recess and soccer and stuff like that um yeah and then I got into high school and went through puberty and it was like really weird and I was like this isn't right And then I always kind of knew from, like, a very young age that I liked women. So Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe I'm just a very masculine gay woman. Yeah. And then, because I didn't really really know that transgender was, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know it was, like, 
possible. I just thought something was wrong with me. Um, and then I can't remember what year it was uh, when Caitlyn Jenner transitioned. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's a thing. I was like, that is cool. Yeah. And then so I kind of started doing like more research into it and kind of figured out that I fit into that little mold of mm. stuff so can I ask your age now and how long ago the journey started where you obviously you said you hit puberty so yeah. how old are you I'm 21 yep. and I think I hit puberty when I was like 12 or 13 yep. so okay. so yeah. nearly a decade of, yeah. um so because I, I mean this is minor in comparison but I am a lesbian and I probably had two or three years of really struggling to come to terms with that and not yeah. knowing how to have that conversation with my yeah. parents or even accepting that in myself. Yeah. How long would you say you did your research for and you felt that there was a difference before you could even broach the subject with those closest to you? And how then was that received from your loved ones? Um, so I reckon, yeah, just after I hit puberty and then when I figured out, I can't, I can't remember how old I was, maybe 15 or 16, um, I remember I told my, my girlfriend at the time first mm -hmm. and she was, like, super fine with it. Like, she was bisexual, so it wasn't, like, a huge deal mm -hmm. um, to her. But And then I was, yeah, researching a lot more and kind of researching the process of how to, like, physically transition as well. Um, and then I kind of, like, kind of mentally transitioned a little bit I think um it's it's weird how it all kind of fits in your head sort of thing mm -hmm. um but then I I remember I told my mom right before her boyfriend came over and I was like hey can I talk to you for a sec and she was like yeah yeah and I like just started crying but she already knew I liked women at this point so yeah. Um, so she was like, what else could this possibly be? Yeah. Okay. And then, um, did that take you weeks, months, years to build up to that conversation? Um, not so much. It kind of, I think it was a few weeks cause I would just kind of watch YouTube videos and, and look at other people's, uh, stories and trend, how they transitioned and what they went through and how they told their mom and resources to give your parents as well, because mm -hmm. it's like a lot for them, obviously. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think it took like a, a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so. And then I told my mom and she was like, so fine with it. Obviously it's weird to kind of process for like a parent or a, you know, sibling or anything like that. Um, so I think it, it, it was hard for her because she didn't really see it coming. I don't yep. think. Cause and then obviously I came out as, um, as gay liking women yep. and now I, identify as like a straight man so it's mm -hmm. like confusing to kind of everyone who's who doesn't really understand um but I was I was very supported by by my family yep um because I told my mum first and then I told my sister who is 24 and then my brother at the time was pretty young so he's 15 now so he probably would have been like maybe 10 or something and he just didn't really get it but now he's older so now he definitely gets it yeah um but yeah, always loved and supported. And then I told like my extended family kind of thing. And then after that, after all like my close family, my closer friends knew, I graduated high school. And then I was like, okay, now I can kind of publicly come out. Cause yeah. it was like, it was, I went to a Catholic school and that was, that's a whole different story. Whoa, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I came out like on Instagram. I remember I, I didn't know how to do it. So I just Googled how to come out as transgender and then I screenshot it and just put it on my story. Interesting because I, like, I had a scroll on your Instagram yeah. obviously I didn't see that post or maybe it's 
been taken down, but I didn't see any major evidence of a transition because yeah. I have followed various people. Um, and I was thinking I have, I do know three people, but not personally, never uh, enough to have a conversation. Yeah. And they've always made quite a big announcement and yeah. then they show their top surgery and yeah. then they show their one month on tea, yeah. five months on tea, yeah. all this stuff. And um, I didn't see that on your yeah. Insta. Maybe it's more on your TikTok or maybe you just felt like it wasn't necessary or... Sometimes, like, I'll usually do, like, stories about it. It's, like, mm -hmm. Instagram stories. So it was on my story that I posted, like, that. And then, um, obviously, most of my, like, closer friends kind of, like, knew just from me telling other people as well, and which I was so fine about because, like, I wanted everyone to kind of know. So, yep. um, but, yeah, it's it's not really, like, the biggest deal to me, like, showing off each each specific step of like my transition because yep. I'm still so early in it yep. um especially like medically it's not like super far along so yeah. okay like, also yeah. I don't know if you have this but I'd never felt like I had to tell people that I date women like yeah. straight people don't have to come out yeah and my sisters never had to go guys yeah parents I just need to sit down yeah I think I want to date this man and yeah. I think I want to marry him. Like, why should we have to do that? It I makes agree. me cringe yeah. so much because yeah. I, I would love, we're not there yet in society, but I would love to get to a point where you don't have to it announce any element of yourself. It's just yeah. who you are at your authentic core. But unfortunately, we aren't there yet. Yeah. Um, so when you were going through school, um, one thing I will just say very quickly on when you said you came out and your mum was really supportive, but obviously challenging to get ahead around it initially. I think it's important for people that have been able to figure out who they are authentically and have time to like you did your research and, yeah. and you were thinking about it for months. Mm. I myself thought about the fact that I wanted to date women for months. We have to remember that we're telling people we th we are comfortable with it. We've reached a point yeah. of acceptance. And it can be quite shocking or you feel like they don't love you or why why it's such such a big deal. It's because they're hearing it for the first time. Exactly. And they've not had the months of processing. processing. Brain, yeah. yeah. So for anyone that is kind of moved or encouraged or inspired to um, reveal a part of themselves that maybe they haven't yeah. prior um, to hearing this conversation, just be aware that it might take people a little bit longer than, yeah, for sure. than it will for you. Especially since I came out um, like liking girls, like you said, that mm -hmm. shouldn't really be a big deal, but like it is. That's how I knew I was like in a safe place. Yeah, um, almost testing the waters a little yeah, bit. Like you can of. handle this, so now let's throw in a bigger bombshell. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. So when you were going through school, and then any at any point from um, then onwards, have you experienced challenges? I'm imagining even toilets, like. We have, mm. we have female male toilets, except yeah. for the court, which is incredible, that yeah. have gender neutral. Actually, yeah. I also went to Melbourne and to the Australian Open, and they had gender neutral toilets right. as the only option, yeah. except only women were go using them. Yeah. So anyway, um, I feel like we're getting there in some circumstances, but obviously at yeah. school, how did you, did you have to officially tell the school that that was going to happen? Or? So I never really told my school um, because I was at, a Catholic school. Oh yeah, good idea. Quite strict. <laughs> yeah, we had quite. The the one thing that really annoyed me was the uniform. Yes. So we had a formal uniform. We had a male and a female uniform. Yes. And obviously, because when I was when I just started high school, I was like, well, this is who I am, and I didn't really realize that I was transgender. So I was like, okay. Um, but and then I was in. I think I was in just started year eleven or just end of year 
year 10, I cut my hair short. Yep. So it kind of confused a lot of like the younger kids that I was at school with. So at this point, were you wearing the boys uniform or the girls? So I had the boys sport uniform Mm -hmm. because I had my best friend um, was a guy. So he just gave me his old one. But the school policy was I wasn't allowed to wear the boys uniform. Right. Up until... I start the start of year 12. So they let you wear the sports uniform, but... Well, not. I kind of did that as a protest. Yeah, sure. Because okay, they were yeah. like, why aren't you in your formal uniform? And I'd be like, because no one's letting me buy the other one. Yeah. So it was like, well... Yep. And then, but then, yeah, the start of year 12, which kind of annoyed mum because uniforms are expensive. And she was like, I'm buying you a whole new uniform for one yeah. year. And I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, but also that's a celebration. That's like a suit if you've just got a new job. Exactly. That's yeah. like a uniform if you've just started doing business and you've got yeah. your label on it. That's That would have been it was so significant thing. for you. Yeah. yeah. And the thing with the uniforms as well is there was it was so different. It was like the shirts, the women's shirts were like, you know, tailored in yep. for women. And then the, the men's ones were just like straight and the collar was a little tighter. Yeah. Um, so I was wearing originally like the women's shirts and I was like, this still doesn't like feel right. Like I was wearing the women's shirt with the pants and the tie um, and the and the blazer as well. And then I got one of the men's shirts and I was like, wow. It was like, yeah. a, it was like a breath of fresh air, you know. It was, yep. it was weird because I'd never experienced something like that about a shirt before. And is it true, I don't know if this is, oh my gosh, forgive me if I'm wrong. That's okay. Maybe it's English versus Australia, I don't know. But don't the buttons go left to right and in, the women's shirts go right to left? I swear there's something about the button is different. Uh, I have no idea. But it definitely sits lower. Yeah, okay. Because obviously yeah. men, we the uh, the female uniform was like a weird like cross tie thing. So yeah. it wasn't like a tie. Yeah. I've had the opposite in cricket. Um, I played cricket for over 20 years. Yeah. And initially all of the whites or the trousers, yeah. pants, would have a zip for right. like easy, yeah. easy urination. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said that word, but <laughs> you know what I mean, for the yeah. men. And it just felt so weird because, yeah. like, we don't need that zip. Yeah. But they still, to this day, don't have a female yeah. chest guard yeah. for cricket because yeah. they're like, oh, just use the men's one. It's like, yeah, but we have mammalian glands. Exactly. Like, mm, we can't it's really put... Yeah, so there's a long way to go in yeah. many, many areas. Yeah. So, so have you ever had anyone kind of be surprised or confused or misjudge you because... I see a man literally yeah. in front of me, yeah. a very handsome, yeah. good-looking man. Thank and you. I obviously haven't met you three years ago, yeah. five years ago, but was there a stage where people kind of like, you could sense they were looking or they asked or... Sometimes, because I haven't had top surgery or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I'm super comfortable like with my body um, and I love like the beach, surfing, stuff like that. I see a lot of people staring when I'm at the beach. So I wear like a sports bra and like boardies when I'm at the beach. And obviously I've got like a little bit of facial hair. I don't know. I look like a man, I think. Does that kind of annoy you that you should have to cover your, like, why should you have to wear a sports bra would be my question because so what? Like some men, no offence, but they're a little bit larger. They probably have bigger tits than me. They're not actually breasts, obviously. That's a bit crude saying it like that, but they don't cover up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you need to have a bra, mate. (laughs) I agree. I don't know. I think that's just the way it is. I never wanted to be shirtless the way I am now Mm -hmm. because it just didn't feel right for Mm -hmm. me. That's just what I'm really like 
I don't like. Yep. Um, but I've come to terms with it and, you know, down the track I'll get them chopped off. Yep. Um, but for now I'm actually quite comfortable, yeah, like going to the beach. But it was before, like, I started going to the gym when I was quite, like, insecure because my build was still a little small and then you know I started going to the gym and started kind of gaining some muscle like quite quickly as well Mm -hmm. um so that made me feel like more comfortable and stuff like that but other than that like you said toilets suck Mm. um but I remember this one time I was in Rottnest with my sister and I don't think I had come out to her as transgender yet but we were just like at the pub and I was going to the bathroom and the men's and the women's were on completely opposite sides and I was just going to go to the women's because otherwise she would see me go into the men's and it would be yep. like a bit weird. Um, and there was no disabled toilet either, which mm. is usually my like kind of go to. And I wasn't even at the door to walk into the toilet yet. And some old woman came out and kind of was like, where are you going? And I was like, what, you want a number? What do you, what, do you think? What do you want? I was yeah. like, I'm going to the bathroom. And she's like, oh, you're not allowed in there. And I was like, I think I'm going to go in there. Yeah, well. And then I think I think she just walked off and like scoffed, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to the bathroom." So, but that's the only issue I've had of people being like unsupportive. Everyone that know, well, that I know, have been yeah very supportive. So, do you still use the female signed toilets or the assigned male? I is, is it true that most weirdly coincidentally I've just painted four toilet blocks last week yeah. in school, <laughs> and I noticed that um, one of them didn't have a toilet a in the men's. They just, yeah. uh, they just had the urinals. So usually, like where I work at Whitford's, I, everywhere I use the men's toilet because mm-hmm. if women see me walk into the women's, sure. they get kind of, I don't know, a yeah. bit freaked out sort of. Um, but obviously, like my my fear of men's toilets and they are disgusting yes compared to the women's yes. they are disgusting the oh i'm gonna shame my housemate now but like he he does wear glasses but i'm like come on if right? you can't see that you've spilled yeah. you can smell that shit exactly like, not shit it's yeah. the other one but yeah. i'm like why is this so good? every day i bleach it mm-hmm. i literally bleach around the floor every single morning it's my yeah. little routine mm-hmm. I'm like, my cat is tidier than you. It's like my brother as well. He is <laughs> oh. the worst. And I'm like, oh, man. But I'm just like, I even tell my friends that I work with who are all men. Yeah. I'm like, man, you guys have no idea. Like, obviously, they grew up with the men's toilet, so they think that's what it is. Yeah. I'm like, the women's toilet is nothing like that. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's clean. I remember there was this club um, that me and my girlfriend went to once, and it was... Like the men's toilet, like the door was, the stall was like hanging off. The you know the floor was like wet. I don't know what it was. And then she sends me like I went to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom. She yeah. sends me a selfie in the women's bathroom, and there's like lights around the mirrors. You know, there's little hand towels. Oh, and I yeah. was like, a men's toilet, there is a no mirror. Yeah, incense of like yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. I was like, well, the guys don't treat the bathroom right anyway, so yeah, I don't. You know, I don't blame them for not wanting to make it nice for us. Yep. That is a really good segue. I really want to know about differences. And I know that you've transitioned quite early, but I'm assuming there's still a gender divide. There's still men are treated different to women. They kind of have more of a privilege in certain situations. I believe, and this will be controversial, but I believe being a woman and a fairly good-looking woman can get a female into more situations and so you can use your looks and your appearance Mm -hmm. for um both you know both women and men can benefit have you experienced any times where you're like wow if I was 
more, um, you know, if I identify as a female, I wouldn't have had that privilege. Something like along those lines is because I work in like a skate shop. A lot of like older dudes who, you know, used to skate in the 90s know all the old stuff about skating, but not really like the new stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not that different. But um, so I work with uh, two girls as well who are they're gay and they they're together. Mm -hmm. Um, And a few times they've been like at the counter, like, you know, ready to kind of serve someone and like the older men will walk straight past them and come to like me. Mm. So it's like they kind of only want like a man's opinion. And I'm like, well, they know. How ironic. (laughs) They know everything as much as I do. Yeah. So I don't really know why you're coming to me. Like one of them is a better, way better skater than me and probably knows a lot more than skating than me as well. So I was like, well, her opinion is probably better than mine. I would challenge I would love if you just went sorry mate I just noticed you walked past those two women can I ask you why yeah like it would make that probably not a good customer relationship there but yeah I think people just migrate to their people their tribe their Mm -hmm. what they feel comfortable with um yeah there's still a lot of I play a lot of golf yeah and I will if I'm playing with men I will tee off that just means hit the ball yeah from the same position as the men yeah and some are like oh Oh, you, you can do play. that. You can do like, that. What do you mean? I can. Yeah, do that. and yeah. some are like, "Oh no, that's that's actually not where you should tee off from. Yeah. That's your spot down there." And it's it just. Why like, is there a different spot for me? Yeah, but yeah. there's still a difference yeah, across sure. the male female, yeah. and I don't know yet whether you know it, when your career advances or when you get older. I assume there'll be male privilege that you will be privy to. That I think so you probably may not have it would be fascinating if there was two of you and we could do the experiment yeah exactly I've noticed like a lot of um like like when I'm out with my girlfriend say we're going out for dinner a lot of like just ask sorry is that the same partner girlfriend you had when you were at school no so my partner that I'm with Eden now she's beautiful gorgeous amazing um I've been here with her for just over a year now yeah beautiful okay Lovely. Um, but yeah, sometimes when when I'm out with her, it's like I see a lot of people, like waiters, waitresses, mm. whoever, talk to me instead of her. Mm. And she's like, she's not small, but I'm taller than her. Because they probably assume somehow you're going to pay the bill. Yeah. Oh, that pisses me off. Yeah. Because I'm in a same sex, so I've always dated women. Yeah. And so usually we were always split. Yeah. But that must just throw waiters and yeah. they're like, oh, he's mm. going to pay. Like, yeah. it's so ridiculous. We're I, all, yeah. Yeah. Um, can I ask a bit more about dating? Because yep. presumably your first girlfriend you told as you were starting the journey of transitioning. Yeah. Did you feel like you would have to straight up come out and say, FYI, just before we get intimate, you should know that I was born female and now male? Or... Um, yeah, a bit like revealing, I guess, if you've got an yeah. STI or something, yeah. you have to kind of decide when's a good time to go, yeah. if we take this any further, you should know I've got herpes yeah. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I was with her for a while. I can't remember how long. Probably, yeah, a couple months, definitely. Um, and she knew me as a female. Right, okay. Yeah. So, so that made it much easier. Yeah. So, and then I, I kind of, I think I remember texting her. It was like, I was in bed one night and I was like, hey, I think I'm a guy. And she was like, that's okay. Yeah, nice. And I was like, wow, wow. Like, thank you. Yeah. Um, and then because obviously my family didn't know it was hard for her to kind of get around like pronouns and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was like, look, it's completely fine that you use, you know, she, her when we're with my family because it's like weird. And then he, him, 
yeah. I'm your boyfriend yeah. when we're not around them. I guess you've had the luxury of not having to broach a first date situation, but have you given it yeah. thought? Would you would you say something straight up or? Um, I think so because obviously I have different parts sure. than a yep. man who was born a man. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get onto that. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think since like well the the people that I've dated have have known so it was mm. I dated uh my, my initial girlfriend that I told when it was all in the process um one before Eden who was very supportive but knew as well so I was she was a friend of a friend and she thought I was a guy and then my friend told her so okay. she was like oh okay doesn't doesn't matter and then Eden who I'm with now she's just always known because it's like I've been out for this long now so yeah yeah, yeah. So let's get a bit more personal. Sure. In terms of wearing or what would you even call it? I wouldn't even know. If you were to have um, the anatomy of a male, I know you can just kind of wear, what is it just? A you packer. Wear, a packer. That's the word. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Is that something that you feel you have to do? I know you said already that you're really comfortable with your body. Yeah. Is that? It's part. I mean, it's very individual as well. Yeah. I don't want to allude to the fact that yeah. if you're transitioning, you suddenly have to, have to do this, change yeah. your genitalia to fit yeah. the mold. Well, I think everyone's different. It's even like some transgender people don't get like the surgeries and mm -hmm. stuff like that because obviously there's a lot of surgeries for both female to male and male to female yep. transgender people. Um, I sometimes wear a packer. It depends what I'm wearing mm -hmm. um, because. I work, I don't know, I work with a lot of guys and it's just like, it just feels like there should be something there, mm. kind of. But then like I'll go to the bathroom and it's just, I don't really care that I don't pee standing up. Yep. Like that's not a big deal to me. Um, but another thing is like a, is like a binder. So it like flattens my chest, which is, I think I've been binding for like five or six years now. So it's just like a second kind of nature to me. But when it's hot... It oh. sucks. Yes. I had a friend who I used to play rugby mm. and she wore a binder. I think that she's now they, them. Right. Um, but they wear, they still wear. And unfortunately, she was born, or they were, excuse me, born with quite a large chest. Yeah. And it is like chafage, bruising, yeah. can't breathe sometimes. It's yeah. just so desperately sad. And um, they're from a very Christian yeah. family. So they don't, I don't think they're even out. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was because I never like had a job until I was like 17. So it was like I couldn't really buy myself one. And then when I saved up enough money, I bought myself one. I bought one that was a little bit too big. Mm. So it did something, but it didn't really do much. And then I think I've had For one. For those that don't know, is it a little bit like a sports bra without the straps? So it's just like a elastic kind <clears> of. <throat> uh, so it does have like the straps up okay. the top. Yeah, It's yep. pretty much like a, it's a more, it's just. Sports probably with a lot more surface area. Yeah. And then so it's pretty tight, but you have to get the right size. Otherwise, it can be kind of like damaging to like your ribs. Yeah. Okay. And like your back. Yeah. And there's rules. You can't work out in them. You can't be um, wearing them for more. Can you get measured time. for that? How did you find out? Is it just trial and error? So the there's a website called GC2B that's owned by trans men. Yep. Um, and they have like a very like discreet kind of process mm -hmm. um but pretty much they have like a not like a model but like an outline image of someone and it's like measure here measure here measure here and measure here mm -hmm. and then it has like you know your size and stuff like that and then they're very open about like 
uh, keep the tag on, try it on. If it doesn't fit, send it back yep. kind of thing. And they're so cool with that. So it's like, yeah, it is trial and error, but then it's like you just measure yourself. And if yep. it's right, then it's right. Pretty much like getting a bra fitting. Yeah. Which, this is a segue, but the most mortifying experience of my life. Yeah. My music teacher oh, left. I went to a Catholic school or right. just C of E. I don't know. I'm not Christian, but I went to a Christian school. Yeah. And um, Mrs. Evans, with the world's biggest hands, she left the school. And then walk into Mark and Spencer's, which is your classic. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm like, Mrs. Evans. Hi, um, you're, I'm actually over a bra feet. Oh, come on in, Olivia. Lovely to see you again. I'm like, oh, oh my God. No. <laughs> yeah, oh, most mortifying experience. That so I'm, I'm glad that's an online option. And yeah. I'm glad that no one has to like. Exactly. Feel, because they, they would, they were like fully like, just yeah. say, just take your top off and bra. And, oh. and it's like, what? <laughs> that is my worst nightmare. I had something kind of similar. Um, before I started taking hormones, I had to get ultrasounds like on my breasts oh, okay. and on yep. my uh, bladder or like my abdominal. And yeah, I had to take my shirt off and it was like, <sighs> okay. Oh, no. I was like, this is just m- medical procedure. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yep. And I was like, it's going to be over in 10 minutes. Yep. And then it was done. And I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. So why did you have to get the ultrasound? I've not heard of that before. So it was pretty much to see like kind of what, like if I had any issues, mm-hmm. like so if I had any, you know, lumps or anything like that. Um, it was also, I also had to go through like a series of blood tests before I started hormones as well to make sure I had, get the right like dose. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you get, if you have too much in a, like a short a period of time, then your blood um, like can clot a lot. So it's quite dangerous. Yeah, wow. Um, so yeah, it was like a lot of like physical tests before I started hormones. And then it was, cause I'm still quite early in the transition as well. And I've only been on hormones for like a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it still kind of changes a lot because it's like, I've seen a lot of people get like, have their hormones weekly. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have them every two weeks. I have mine every four months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And is when you say have them, is that an injection? So, yeah, it's an injection. I go to the doctors. I, they yep. ask me how I'm doing. I'm like, I'm good. Um, yep. And then it's an injection on my butt. In your rear. Yeah. In your gluteus maximus. Yes. Yeah, juicy. Um, in terms of, obviously, there's lots of medical, physical tests. Yeah. Was there any psychological? Did you have to prove that, you know, this is your <coughs> in a sound state of mind? Because I know back in the day, there used to be a lot of stigma and trying to talk people out of it yeah. and convince them that actually they had psychological issues. And yeah. So I, it took me a while to find the right doctor. Um, but I found this practice that actually had a transgender woman doctor mm-hmm. and I was like, cool, I want to go there. Yep. But her wait list was huge. And I was like, okay, well, at least I know that this place is like very like safe and friendly and stuff like that. Um, and then, so I went to a different doctor at the same place and she was like amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was just, uh, but yeah, in terms of like psychological and like mental kind of, uh, tests and stuff like that, I did have to do like a mental health like assessment kind of thing because mm-hmm. um, I have had issues like with that in the past and stuff like that, but it wasn't like anything crazy. But yeah. um, uh, Ironically, I feel like people that have become so attuned to their authentic self or really worked on trying to figure out who they are and how they want to represent to the world probably are in a better state of mind than most people that just yeah. go about their nine to five and yeah. have no like internal yeah. um 
introspective thoughts or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I had, like, a lot of issues with my mental health when I was at school, obviously, because I was really confused. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, uh, when I was 12, my dad passed away. So that was, like, a big thing as well. Um, I'm so sorry. That's okay, yeah. Yeah. And then, so it was also hard for me because I didn't really have, like, a male role model. Yeah. So that's why I was even more kind of, like, confused. Yeah. Because I didn't really know, like, who to ask, who to talk to. I wasn't very close with my mum. Um, my brother was really young. I had like my uncles and stuff like that, but I wasn't super close. Um, but, and then, yeah, after high school, I like flourished in mm-hmm. like my mental health, everything kind of like disappeared. It was weird. Cause I was like myself Yeah. and it yep. was so like freeing to like be out of school and have this amazing job that I have and have yep. an amazing girlfriend and have amazing friends. And that's so. actually, it's given me goosebumps. That's quite profound what you've said. Yeah. If you can live an authentic life, I've always said this on every single episode, and this is the message that I spread to anyone that will listen, is if you can live an authentic life, you will always flourish because you will be living your best self. Exactly. And therefore, you will create your best world. Yeah. And you'll walk through the world being authentically you. And so, yeah, that's that's what it all boils down to. If we can all kind of strive and... I think it's admirable and amazing that you've reached this point. I know you're still on the journey and it yeah. will, you'll continue to physically change and yeah. emotionally change, but you've started quite early. Like yeah. you've probably done the work on yourself that people in their 50s still yeah. haven't done. Exactly. You know? So um, it's pretty, <coughs> pretty inspiring. Yeah. Exactly. So in terms of obviously for um, every four months you have your um, hormones. Yeah. Anything else? And, that happens or um they'll kind of just ask me so what happened like last year is i would get them every three months but i would have a blood test the week before Mm -hmm. i would get it done um and that would that was pretty much just like checking my levels if i was ready to get it done Mm -hmm. because the 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 hormone dose that i'm on is like a it's like a slight incline and then it will kind of drop before I'm due for my next shot, and then it will kind of keep going. So then mm-hmm. it will kind of keep going, keep going. Um, but, yeah, so it was three months before, and then I had a blood test, a couple hormone, uh, it was like six months ago. And I'm like, oh, we're going to push it back a month. And okay. it was weird because I was like, oh, I was like, am I going to change differently yeah. like, as the way I don't want to? That would have been to. quite an anxious yeah. moments, like, yeah. anxiety-inducing. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, well, okay. And then I kind of like didn't freak out, but I was like a bit sad. And I was like, all right, whatever. And now I'm on, yeah, every four months because that's what they think is right like for mm-hmm. my body now. And obviously, like my doctor always says, like you're still in such early stages of like being on hormones. You're like a little baby. And I was like, yeah, I know. And then, but like, even in the past, like six or so months, I've seen so much more changes than I did in the first like year. Yeah. Could you share some of those changes? Obviously there's physical changes, but how you feel, how you think, how your mood. Yeah. yeah, What's. So at the very start, I didn't really see. I'm sorry. Can we just confirm that it's just testosterone that you're taking? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so... Oh, I have one more question. Go Sorry to interrupt. That's okay. <laughs> is it um, on the... Is it Medicare? Is it... Do, or do you have to privately fund? Um, and is it expensive? You... Because I take it so far apart, it's like... Uh, doctor's bills are usually like half covered. Yeah. Um, but then I had to go through a different doctor to get like... I don't remember what it was called, but it was like an analysis kind of thing. And that made my hormones cheaper. Okay. So when I get the box, when I go to the pharmacy, it's like, says like $120, but then it says Dr. So-and-so yeah. 
$43. Amazing. Like, cool. So it's like, depends where, what you go through, Yep. but it's like $43 every four months and then plus like a doctor's bill, which yep. is like not super expensive. Um, but yeah, most of it's covered by, by private health usually. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's actually surprised me. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. And I'm... so does, um, so does surgery, I think. Yeah, amazing. Like a big chunk of it gets covered. Yeah, because yeah. I suspect only a decade ago that would not have been the case. No, I don't so. think so. So, um, yes, we were at changes that you've experienced. So in the first, like, maybe six months, I didn't really I didn't really see many changes, but obviously it, like, happens very gradually, mm-hmm. and I see myself in the mirror every day, so I'm like, ooh, nothing's changing. Mm-hmm. And then... That's quite disconcerting. Yeah, it yeah. kind of sucked, but I was like, well, this is this is for the long run kind of thing. This was like me with, probably not, I shouldn't compare, but like I got Invisalign. Uh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, God damn it, I've had these on for two months, yeah. starve myself, mm-hmm. can't like speak properly yeah. and there's no change. Yeah. But like you said, in the long run. Yeah. It, um, and, it's, and it was weird because a lot of other people would see the changes before I did. Yes. So it was like my voice kind of dropped because yep. I sounded so different before. Yeah. My voice dropped and everyone was like, whoa, you sound. And I was like, really? I yeah, really don't you do. I mean, so. you absolutely sound like yeah. a man for yeah. sure. Um, can you feel or see any Adam's apple situation? Yeah. I can see the Adam's apple yeah. actually. I didn't have one. Well, obviously I didn't have one yes. before. But I was like, I always think, I'm like, where does it come from? Yeah. It's weird. I'm like that with maggots. Yeah. Like, where do they, where they do just come? arrive. Yeah. I think it's flies, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes we can't explain these right. things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, next changes. Before I even, like, started kind of going to the gym and stuff, I would, like, uh, my families are very, like, we give hugs every time we see each other. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, I gave one of my mum's friend a hug, and she was like, wow, your shoulders are so broad. And I was like, really? I yeah. was like, wow, I didn't even know. I was like, oh, cool. And it oh, got me awesome. really, like, yeah, really excited. And then, um, and then kind of, like, a little bit of facial hair, and then my eyebrows started getting really thicker, like because mm-hmm. they weren't like thin before, but they were really thick. Um, and then another really weird one, because you can Google like what's kind of going to happen. Mm. E- everyone's a lot different, but one thing that I didn't expect is when I started hormones, I had he- my hair was down to my shoulders, mm-hmm. and then it was quite long. And then in April last year, I shaved it all off. Yep. And it was definitely not as curly as it is right yeah. now before. And I was so you'll probably lose hair like a lot of men. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's all about like genetics Aid. as well. Okay. So my dad had a pretty good hairline. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that I that my hair doesn't go go back. Yeah, you got um, awesome hair as yeah, well. Thank so you. So that's wicked. Um, so those are physical changes in terms of how you feel. Because I know that, I mean, there's a stereotype that people men, sorry, yeah. people, um, men tend to be more aggressive or have yep. more like short fuse or yep. just lash out or whatever. Have you felt a bit more agitated or? Yeah, kind of. And especially in like the first uh, like six, maybe four to six months, mm-hmm. I was still getting my monthly menstrual cycle, which is stopped now. How confusing. Yeah. So wow. I was dealing with that on top of that. Yeah. Um, so that made me very like irritated all the time, Yeah. but I've always been quite like a patient person. So I've been able to kind of contain it and like relax and get it out in the right way sort of thing. Um, but when I'm like due for my shot, I can, I can feel like, like hot, it's like hot flushes. But then when I get my shot, I have so much energy. I feel so strong. And I'm, like, on top of the world. It's, like, crazy. But then that lasts for, yeah, like, 
probably like three and a half months and then like the two weeks before my hormone shot, I like yeah. kind of feel a bit down, but I'm like, this is why. Like yeah. I have, I'm like, this is why you do for your hormones. So that's. Wow. So it's like psychological as well as probably psychosomatic. Like you, yeah. you're consciously aware that yeah. you are feeling maybe less of a man. I don't know. Yeah. Like that, but you're also physically like yeah. hormonally. It's not got it. Wow. Yeah. So it obviously took a while for like my hormones to kind of like balance and then for testosterone to kind of take over. Yep. Um, but yeah, after I think it was like, yeah, I think it was around six months I stopped getting my menstrual cycle, which mm-hmm. was awesome because they yep. were horrible. Yep. Um, and it was also weird going and dealing with that in the men's bathroom. Because mm. there are no bins in the stalls. Oh, shit, yeah. So that was weird to, to deal with. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Just take, like, a doggy bag and have to take it out, yeah. essentially, I guess. Yeah, and obviously, like, if if I was going to the bathroom, like, at work, because my, my friends <coughs> my friends that I work with all know about yeah. me, obviously. Um, so if I would be in the bathroom for a while, they wouldn't, like, question it or anything yeah. like that if I took, like, you know, 20 minutes to... Sounds like you've got a really great, supportive yeah. crew. I've got two questions. Um, they're, all, they're both quite different. Mm-hmm. One is about social connections, and I'm sure through your research and through your lived experience, you'd mm-hmm. know groups or online chat or, you know, f- I don't know, friendship kind of yeah. circles that maybe yeah. you could mention on here for those that are at the start or need help but then my other question was all about sport so I'm super sporty and I just wanted to get just your thoughts really on um how you perceive trans people competing in non-trans events and stuff like that so let's start with the social groups or socials or any um supportive networks that you've used or you know of so I know of um uh Instagram page called transfolk WA Mm -hmm. I don't actively kind of go to those like events and stuff like they they do um but I know that's a really safe space especially for like younger trans people um but other than that I never really found like a like a group of of transgender people I have a a lot of friends in the LGBTQ plus um community and stuff like that um but other than that it's just that, that that's why I kind of started you know, sh- uh, sharing my story like on TikTok and stuff like that. Oh, let's we'll do a plug at the end, but let's um, just tell me your <coughs> yeah. your handles. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and then so I kind of got a big following of like trans people on there, and then which is there is where tell uh, everybody now TikTok, oh. and it's at Tylenation T Y L A H N A T I O N. Beautiful, can't get yeah. that wrong. We'll do that again. <laughs> if you miss that, listen till the end and um, he'll say it again. <laughs> um, yeah, but then I would have, because my, my Instagram is like linked to my TikTok, so you can get to my Instagram from like my TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I would have like a lot of people message me and be like, hey, I'm dealing with this, you know, pretty much come out to me. And yeah. be like, I don't know how to tell like my mom, how to tell my family. Yeah. And then sometimes I haven't done it in a while actually I would do like uh questions on like my Instagram story yep. so I'd, you know there'd be like a question box and people can write in questions and I can answer them on my story but they're anonymous yep. on there um or I can message them privately and kind and of how do you feel well. personally I get quite a lot of people reaching out I just had a lady yesterday actually around 
um, eating disorders. So that was my right. past and still get to this day families or friends of friends yeah. or someone knows someone. And yeah. I willingly give my advice and time. Yeah. But I know that for some people that's that feels like an obligation that they don't want to yeah. have to um, do. So do you do you enjoy the fact that you can be a role model and yeah. you can help or do you feel sometimes like oh my god I just want to get on with my life and I, it's all a bit much I love that I can do that for people probably why you're here today yeah to be honest yeah because yeah. I didn't really have that when I was growing yes. up I had to really like deep dive and mm-hmm. find because I had no other like trans people from like Perth or WA or like anything like that so I had to really like you know research stuff in like the USA and obviously them like medical system and stuff that's all different over there yeah um so that's why I kind of wanted to to be that person for people here that even aren't like out yet or yep. don't feel comfortable coming out yet or just need someone to talk to and need some yeah. advice so that well was... on behalf of the whole trans community and the LGBTQI <laughs> plus yeah. thank you because <laughs> I I can say as well when I came out it was a really lonely experience yeah. and I didn't really know anyone and I felt and this is very personal but I felt like I had to dress like a boy or yeah. act differently mm-hmm. and I'm quite feminine and I yeah. like being a woman but yeah. I yeah I had no role models or no yeah. one I felt I could go to for a safe yeah. chat so thank you on behalf yeah. of everybody and another thing kind of like that as well is I always saw very masculine trans men and mm. I was like I still have a little feminine side to me yep and I'm like, I love fashion as well. Yep. And so I kind of express myself in that way too. And like, you know, wear crop tops and yeah. wear cool stuff like that. So, yep. and now it's that whole thing that, you know, clothes don't really have a gender. So yeah. that's what I like too. Yeah. You're a very inspiring individual because Thank you, you can, I, I can sense just from being in front of you that you're very comfortable in yeah. your skin yeah. and your skin may evolve, like your actual physical being yeah. may change and you might choose to actively make those changes and yeah. take control over those changes but yeah. as you are now I just see a really strong confident man in front of me which yeah. is really inspiring so Thank well you. done because a lot of people Thanks, yeah. will make the transition and still have all these demons and, mm. and won't get to a place where they're, they're comfy in their skin yeah, exactly. and you're very mature for your thank age you. I don't mean that in a patronizing <laughs> way <laughs> thank you um, but yeah thank you yeah. um so just out of personal what's your views on um, and this is quite a direct question, but trans people performing in sports, I know you're into skateboarding, but so would you say that you should be expected to, to perform in a comp with men or would you like to think that you could just be a they, them and not have to? Because in some sports, I'm, I'm thinking and I can't think of the name and I thought on the way here and I should have Googled, but there's that swimmer who is yes. was born a man mm. and now identifies as female and mm. is clean sweeping everyone like out the pool like just but winning. never but never beat the record that was set by a biological woman. Woo! I love so, that. That's, yes, mic drop. Okay, well yeah. that's good. So I I I like that story, but yeah. I wish that it could be like like I just wish it could all be like mixed, but I know obviously men physically different and can perform physically mm. sometimes better in certain in certain areas um it's like the bodybuilder there yeah. was a bodybuilder at the olympic again apologies can't remember her name yeah born a man identifies as a woman unfortunately dislocated her shoulder and injured herself yeah. but her entry level lift would have taken out gold if yeah. she hadn't have injured herself and you think well that's a bit unfair i think i think 
See, it's weird because it's so different from women going to men than mm. men than sorry. Yeah, women going to men than men going to women because men going to women, they're already so strong and they had that testosterone in their body prior to build that muscle and build that strength. But then it's like you get a female to a male and I'm definitely not as strong as my other 20-year-old male friends. So I think I've thought about it so much before and it's really hard to have like an opinion on it. Mm. Um, Because as well, being... I love sport and yeah. clearly your your love sport and yeah. the the benefits of doing sport are so powerful that I would never ever want to deprive someone yeah. or alienate someone yeah. from getting all the social benefits, the feel good mm. benefits, the community benefit. Like come along everyone, yeah. like join in. Like I'd rather someone feel included and maybe be in an event that doesn't quite fit their gender yeah. than not be able to play sport like yep. sport has saved my life yeah sport and art saved my yeah. life so um yeah it's a tricky question I don't think we'll really get an answer yeah well when I was um when I was younger I played uh football soccer really quite at a high level yeah which was weird because I was obviously in an all-girls team yeah um but it was even more weird because we were like the the, the state team for WA but our, like, warm-up games and, like, practice games that we would have prior to, like, championships would be... And we'd be, you know, say we're under-16s, mm-hmm. um, women's WA team. We would verse the under-13s boys team and lose. Yeah, wow. So it was, like, weird. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm the same in all the sports I've played. Yeah. But now, like, I'm a skater and there's no... You don't have to play in a competition. You can just go out and do it for yep. fun. So that's what I like. And I like surfing as well. And, you can and just have you and personally that. noticed physical um, improvements through being on tea? And uh, do you feel obviously stronger, but do you feel aerobically more fit or have you? The one thing improved? I kind of really noticed, especially because I'm like a, a, a skater as well, is my balance is a lot better. Like my centre of gravity. Well, that defies the myth that women yeah. have a better balance. It was weird because I, like I had good balance before, but my centre of gravity was like a lot more centred yeah. sort of thing. I well, kn- that, that yeah. goes against what I've always believed because yeah. I did a bit of stand-up paddleboarding. Right. I just took to it like a duck to water. Yeah. And the the instructor was like, oh, it's just, it's just women. They're just so much more balanced. Yeah. But yeah, but. that's, I thought I experienced the exact opposite, yeah. which is weird. But yeah, other than that, I felt I felt like I could do more exercise or more sport for a longer period of time without getting fatigued or mm. do it more times a week without, yeah, getting fatigued, tired, sore. Yep. Um, and a shout out to all the whip professional female athletes out there. Yeah. They menstruate, or most will, unless they're overtraining, in which yeah. their probably bodies aren't yep. menstruating anymore. Mm-hmm. But I feel for just that, like there's, I obviously went to the tennis last week mm-hmm. and there's this, why are men doing five sets, women doing three? So yeah. the fact that you said you felt you could go for longer mm-hmm. in the in the physical yeah. um, activities. But when you are menstruating, holy shit, oh. to actually even physically get out of bed and take steps yeah. through your day is so hard. Yeah. Like you're in pain, you're lightheaded, yeah. you're dizzy, you feel like gross it's like so hard i don't know how athletes do it yeah female and athletes should get like an extra bonus exactly award or yeah well it's like when up. we because we used to travel and like used to play like championships against like the other states um 
not me personally. It never like lined up, but it was like we were away for a week and we yeah. would sometimes play two games a day. Yep. Um, but usually, yeah, one game a day for like five days straight. And there was a few girls on the team that were menstruating the whole time. Yeah. So playing, you know, 90-minute football games yep. every single day. And then, you know, we would have training in the morning and then a game and then yep. a cool down. It was like... This is so it's hard. So too much information. I'm already regretting saying it. And I haven't said <laughs> it. I was once in a rugby um, match. It's yeah. a sevens tournament, and I was menstruating at the time. I played scrum, so a second half. Yeah. Um, sorry, second row, but playing the scrum, and my tampon fell out because of the <laughs> impact, and because I was just like needing to change it. And yeah. it's like, well, I just got to carry on. Yeah. And so for the rest of the game, I just felt it there. I'm like mortified in case. Yeah. Of, luckily, I wore cycling shorts under yeah. my, my yeah. rugby shorts, but just got to get on with it i know and it's hard especially like say like female swimmers yes it's hard i i do believe they take something to stop their cycle i'd assume they from the minimal i mean it's not really something i google in my spare time but yeah i think i (laughs) think probably something to make it stop during you know yeah competitive season there's this incredible lady again can't remember her name so bad but um she ran a marathon deliberately without any protection or with anything there just to prove a point because it's deemed it's taxed yeah. really really heavily mm-hmm. um but i didn't think you'd be talking about female hygiene products on this yeah. <laughs> podcast but anyway <laughs> um quickly finish off and then yeah. we'll, we'll round up but um yeah she deliberately didn't wear anything to prove that it was a necessity yeah for female like it's a needed product yeah. because the governments around the world say oh no we tax it because it's not necessary it's like no no we need them we absolutely yeah they are necessary and but, it, but it's like it's weird to go and purchase myself too mm. so I'll usually like because sometimes sometimes i'm like you know you go through sale checkout or something like that yeah it doesn't matter um but at my like local uh, uh shops there's no self-checkout so usually i'll just buy like some chocolate and some flowers as well and pretend they're from oh, my girlfriend. Oh, bless you. Sometimes I, well, we, usually I will just you give You don't have to use them anymore? Or uh, not anymore. No, yeah, but, but I used day. to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's not that bad. And obviously my mum's always got stuff. So yeah. It's always, yeah. there's always stuff in the house just in case. Because yeah. sometimes, like, it really, it, like, could come back. Yeah. Um, so if you were to stop all treatment, stop the tea, then essentially you would go back to... My default state. Yeah, default yeah. state. The only thing that doesn't, because there's some stuff that doesn't, like, reverse, and that's, like, a lot of physical changes. Like, my muscle will slowly get smaller, like, mm-hmm. really slowly, but I'll never, like, say if I'm on tea for, you know, another five years and I grow a huge beard, mm-hmm. I'll never be able to get rid of the beard. Yeah. Unless I, you know, get laser or whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're we're coming to the end. <laughs> I I reckon we could keep talking yeah, I know. for for hours. Yeah. Is there anything that we've missed out? Anything pressing that you really wanted to share? Anything um, that comes to mind? I was gonna do stupid questions that people have asked you that you're just like, Are you kidding? Like genuine, but that's putting you on the spot. I'm just wondering if there's anything. One that that just comes straight into my head is a lot of people, which I find so inappropriate to ask any human being, is, oh, how do transgender people have sex? I'm like, well... This is one of my episodes, little plug, go back and listen, straight versus lesbian (laughs) sex. The amount of times, it's like so, sorry, scissoring. Yeah. So how does that work? And you're like, what? I don't ask I what would... you and your partner yes. do in the bedroom. Like, yes. why do you have to know? It is, guys, anyone that's gotten to this far in the podcast, <laughs> you're probably legends and would never dream of asking this, but don't ask a person about their sex life. No, you don't have to do that. And you don't have to know. 
No, agreed. Great. Good yeah. place to end on, Tyler. <laughs> I like that. Um, perfect. Well, I just want to, again, say thank you on behalf of everyone in the trans community. Yeah. Thank you to myself because I've learned so much today. And hopefully everyone who's listened has yeah. really enjoyed um, all your insights. So, You're incredibly yeah. inspiring and just a wonderful man and a thank beautiful you. person. So thank you. Thank you. Would you like to, again, just um, let everybody know where they can follow you, find you and listen in and... Um, uh, Instagram and TikTok, I'm at Tylanation, T-Y-L-A-H-N-A-T-I-O-N. No spaces, no dots, no nothing. Beautiful. I am the only one. Yes, you are, <laughs> which made it very easy for me because I'm dyslexic yeah. and there's <laughs> yeah. many ways. I was going to ask at the beginning and I've just remembered, were you born Tyler or did you change your name? Yeah. What are the Which chances? Is so lucky, but it's like yeah, it's yeah. spelled T Y L A H. I've never met anyone with that spelling before. Yeah, but my mum named me after the um, the the girl in Point Break. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and now people will name their sons after you. Yeah, maybe in the future. Hope so. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so so much. Thanks. Thank you for listening, everybody. And yeah, wow, lots to digest then. And ah, oh, I'm buzzing. What a great chat. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.